we take the trash out at night, you know, we do the payroll, we do we do pretty much everything. It's such a dangerous phrase and I just think it's, it costs people. It's one it's one of the it's one of the worst ways to look at things. The question I ask is, have I mastered that? Now, have I really truly mastered that and put that to its use and put that to its ability within the business? And is the business then demonstrating the fact that we mastered, have mastered that skill? Everything we do at The Entourage is about helping our members grow their business, which is why it's so rewarding to bring you this bonus episode where our head of brand, Mariah Clay, sits down with one of our members and talks about their success. For those of you running your own business, these are people going along the journey just like you. So, Mariah, over to you. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Making It Happen with Members. I'm Mariah, the head of brand here at The Entourage, and I'm so excited to have, and I don't play favourites, but I reckon this is one of my favourites. We are here with Jai Bomb, one of our incredible Elevate members. He is the found, the co-founder of Pro Finish Codings and also front runner and apparel web business. Jai, thank you so much for having a chat with me today. No worries. It's great to be here, and I'll hold you to that. One of the favourites. Uh, there better be some benefits, I reckon. Oh, they're definitely, well, one of the benefits is speaking to me right now. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> we'll just say you're a veteran, which is part of the reason why you're one of my favorites. But what I really love about your journey, which is what we're going to dig into today, is you started and you joined us um, with Pro Finish Coding's your first business, and you wanted to kind of step out of the day to day there and move into a position where you could lead the business. But on your journey with us, too, you've also started another business, Front Runner, which became a seven figure business within its first year of operations, which is absolutely incredible. How would you describe your whole entrepreneurial journey in just a single word? Hectic. Hectic. <laughs> Can you elaborate on that a little bit more? <laughs> no, nah, look, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a journey. It's been a, um, probably a journey more of personal development than anything. But uh, the thing is, I think with business owners, with entrepreneurs, is that you get, um, there's a lot of days where it's very stressful, but there's a lot of days where it's unbelievable. Um, and I think those days where it's unbelievable. Are, are, sort of make up for, for anything else in between. And I think most of the time it's just it's just a matter of yeah, personal development, learning, understanding and growing. It's, it's been it's been a fun journey so far. It's been really fun to watch on the sidelines you go from absolute strength to strength. Can you talk to us a little bit about the early days of Pro Finish and when you were starting to join the entourage, you were considering joining the entourage, what your time in the business looked like back then? Yeah, cool. So um Pro Finish, I actually met um, a guy at the football club, uh, Justin, my business partner. He sort of got me to start with him and uh, basically we, we found this opportunity together. Um, he had this opportunity, I looked into it um, and we ended up sort of long story short, we ended up going into business together. Um, and uh, at that point, I think he had about three or four employees um, and we very quickly grew that to about, I think it was about 10 to 15. Um, and at that point, we had some mentors, but we, we found a mentor basically that was a business that was probably double, maybe triple the size of us. Um, and we were doing a lot of the things that sort of they were doing, we we're learning from then. Um, and then it got to the point where we sort of outgrew them or we got to a point where we were like, well, we're already doing all of those things. So um, it just got so manic and so crazy that we're like, all right, well, you know, we need to, we don't know what we're doing. We need, we need to look into something. And um it was at that point I was looking for something and little old Jack uh, popped up little in the video. Little old Jack. 
little old Jack popped up in a video on Facebook um, and he was talking about the six pillars of business. So uh, well done to your marketing team. <laughs> and uh, hey, thank you. Yeah, nailed it, nailed it. So he was talking about six pillars of business and it just made a lot of sense. Um, and like I said, at that point in time, we'd grown to probably, like I said, 10 to 15 employees, I think it was. And it was at the point where it was too busy for us to do everything. So we'd gone from being able to do everything. We started to get a bit of a team. Um, we started to delegate a few things out, but it just started to get bigger and bigger. And we, we had to start to put some systems, procedures um, and things in place to be able to grow. And just, just to be honest, honestly, to be able to just keep saying that was half the thing. Like you just, you end up just working more and more hours. So we just needed some sort of a roadmap to be able to, to actually still work and have a life at the same time. So Yeah. What did a typical day in the business look like for you back then? Um, well, probably a jack of all and a master of none, really. We, we basically had to do um, everything from, for me personally, it was everything from the, the top of the funnel, the marketing, the sales. Um, I had a lot to do with the product delivery as well, especially because it, it was a new area um, in the fire protection. So I was doing a lot of uh, that. It got to the point where Justin and I even went to site and we were doing the spraying or doing some of the install. Um, but we'd take the trash out at night, you know, we do the payroll, we do, we do pretty much everything. So, um, we literally had our finger in every pie and we, we were, we were doing everything within the business at that point. So it was, it was very crazy and everything was starting to get bigger. So it just wasn't possible. Yeah. I think hectic was definitely the right word for you to, pick <laughs> to describe at least the early days of your journey. What was it like? We've speak a lot to you know not just our members but people in our community about finding a mentor but what was it like finding a mentor but realizing really quickly that you outgrew them or you would kind of surpass their knowledge and their expertise and how much they could help you too because typically mentors are there to supposed to help you grow and help you evolve but then that would have had quite the the opposite effect for you as well well to be honest it was actually really empowering because it was like um you know, this guy's got a business and he's, he's someone that we consider is quite successful. And then like we, in our eyes, very quickly had outgrown, you know, their capabilities of what they were sort of doing. So it sort of started to give us a bit of um, confidence that we were doing business in a different way and we're doing business in a better way. Um, and that we just, we were, we were destined for bigger and better things too. So um, and I think just the curiosity, like like I said, back to that personal development, like it was just very quick learning um and jack talked about this sometime he said it recently on the retreat he said it's not necessarily the the time in which you spend in something it's actually the amount of knowledge and the amount of like mm. things that you do is, is how knowledgeable you become in the area it's not the time it's all about um compressing those time frames into learning as quick as possible and i think we just did that i think just sheerly, um for the pure fact that we wanted to grow and wanted to see how big we could make this thing we were just doing you know, just doing everything. We just said yes to every type of work. We were going and knocking on everyone's door. We were calling everyone. It just, it grew very quickly. So it was, like I said, it was very empowering to get to a point where we'd outgrown a mentor. Um, but then we very quickly found out that we, you know, well, we just looked, we had to find someone that, that could then take us to the next step. Yeah. I think it speaks a lot to your curiosity as a business owner and entrepreneur and also your hunger to learn more that you saw that as an opportunity that, there was still more to learn. I think some people might look at that experience and say, well, we've learned everything that we can learn and, and that's it and we're just going to keep going as it is. But you saw that as an opportunity to dive deeper into not just growing the business and learning how to do that, but into personal growth as well. Um, and I think that's a really fantastic call out of the early stages of your journey as well, particularly with the entourage that that gave you hunger to, to learn and 
dive into more business growth and personal growth. Would you say that's where your mindset was at the time? Yeah, yeah. So I, I've personal development's um, been a thing for me for a long time. Um, it's 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 something I love, and I think that um, you know I've always of the opinion for things to get better, I need to get better. For things to grow, I need to grow. Um, and then on top of that, a lot of people say um, that I already know that, or I've heard that before, mm. or I understand that. Or well, we've always done it that way. Yeah, it's, but I just think it's such a dangerous phrase, and I just think it's, it costs people. It's one. It's one of the. It's one of the worst ways to look at things because, um, you, you know, I believe that I, I read quite a lot of books, but I actually don't read a lot of different books. I, I tend to go back to the same ones and mm. just keep reading and rereading, rereading. And um, it's kind of, I suppose, a reason why I've been with the, the entourage for so long is because there's so many different things to learn. And yes, I've probably been through and I've at least gone through and done probably most of the courses and everything else and a lot of different things. But the question I ask is, have I mastered that? Mm. You know, have I really truly mastered that and put that to its use and put that to its ability within the business? And is the business then demonstrating the fact that we mastered, have mastered that skill? Um, so I think, yeah, so I, I think, uh, like I said, curiosity to understand more and to be better, but then to master it and become, um, you know, really demonstrate that within the marketplace, especially in business, has, has been um, something that's been super fun part of the journey and definitely helped us. I love that idea. It's not, you know, how much time can I put into this, but, you know, to what degree can I master this skill yeah. um, and put that back to my business? What do you think have been the core skills you've mastered since you've joined the entourage? Well, um, very diverse, I think. I think one of the, uh, across each pillar, I think there's been a, a definitely a level of mastery across a lot of them. Um, probably one of the biggest things that's that's really helped us with our fast growth has been um, a lot of the sales stuff. So like a lot of the sales process, a lot of the, um, the, just the mindset, a lot of, um, you know, working with the customer, um, creating a buyer's mindset, all that sort of stuff. That's definitely been one of the, the masteries. I think one of the, probably the biggest things that's made a big difference is just giving ourselves the time to think. So creating the space and, um, the awareness that we need to remove ourselves from the business and, and put ourselves in a position where we can actually think, plan, um, and, and you know, proactively solve the solutions that not only we're facing now, but that potentially going to pop up in the future. Because at the level you're at now, that's just crucial for you. Yeah. To that ability absolutely. to step back and really look at something with a bird's eye view and really plan for success, not plan for what do we need to do next, but think longer term as well. Big time. And there's a lot of like, um, there's a term zooming in and zooming out. You know, you need to be able to zoom out and view the whole business and understand, you know, what's happening across the whole business, but then zoom back in and actually get to work and get the things done on the areas you need to. And I think it's important to have both. I think you can't always be stuck in that zoom out phase where you're looking at everything thing from, a, from a distance, unless you're playing in the entrepreneur as an advisor, potentially, but you still need to be able to zoom in and make sure that those tasks get done, um, which is super important. So. What of the skills that you've mastered with ProFinish have you been able to transplant um, with FrontRunner and what of those skills do you think you can attribute the success of FrontRunner to? Yeah, so I, look, I got I can't take the credit for FrontRunner. I think um, whilst I've been able to guide and help in a lot of things, I think Timmy and Timmy and Bree have done an amazing job. Um, they really, really have done a, an awesome job. But I think that some of the things that I've been able to help with um, are 
just probably like timing on things and like when to bring mm. things in and certain like glass ceilings that happen within businesses. Um, and just because Pro Finish, both fire protection, probably fire protection more so than coatings, but fire protection and coatings, the two businesses, um, because they're at the level of revenue that they are, I'm able to, you know, we've been through a lot of the problems. Um, mm. So one of the first things we did with Frontrunner was um, I actually I actually said we need to get a really capable bookkeeper um, and someone that's actually dealt with um, profit and loss and forecasting and cash flow and that sort of stuff before. So when we put on that position, um, the lady's name's Bernadette. She's doing an absolute fantastic job, but she she does all of our forecasting. She every, we catch up once a week, um, but we've just known our numbers from the start, so we knew you know. There's so much in that, but like we, we knew how much revenue we need. We know we, mm-hmm. we could plan out for our overheads. We could plan out for any events. We could plan out for what was coming, different seasons. Um, and then also from another perspective, it looks sexy to banks. So, <laughs> you know, for a long time, I, like it's been really hard for us to get any funding in ProFinish um, fire protection and coatings. It's just been so hard because the way we grew the business was just put everything, probably more than we should mm-hmm. have, into growth. And that's probably an argument for another day of to invest before the growth curve, um, whether or not. But uh, but for front runner, we you know we've, funding hasn't been an issue because we've we've been able to make the business look sexy on paper. So business, um, so you know banks and everything, everyone else is are happy to happy to loan us some money if we need it. Absolutely. I think it's so surprising and just hearing anecdotally from the coaches or even speaking with Jack, how many business owners aren't across their numbers and that they don't really place that emphasis on tracking the numbers um, until they really are at that stage where it just becomes really critical for them. And it's almost, it's not too little too late, but it's, and something that Jack says that really resonates with me, and I'm sure it resonates with you too, is you have to give the money in the business respect because what you put into it, you get out of it in terms of um, if you're constantly, you know, tracking the numbers, tracking your performance, then the results will come. It's it's not a matter of just, you know, praying to the gods or seeing what comes and then money comes through. It's giving that money respect, which is so interesting to say anecdotally or hear anecdotally that for some business owners, that often isn't the case until they're much further along on the journey as well. Yeah, big time. Big time. Yeah, look, I, I think it, I agree. I think it's super important. I think that, um, I think it gets missed too often. I think that people, it's surprising how little time it can actually take to do it well as well if you know what you're looking for and if you know how to set it up um like our bookkeeper she does payroll she does all our invoicing all our everything she works i think two days a week you know and that's in a 1.5 2 million dollar business so um you know it, it can be surprising how 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 little amount of time it happens but i just think money is fuel like you just got to see it as the fuel to to drive the, the beast drive the engine like drive the machine so that's all it is. It's just it's just the fuel to get you to the goals. And I think that um, when explaining it to anyone else in the business and, and those kind of things as well, I think when you have a good vision, mission, values, and potentially goals that come out of that, like you can allocate your money. It's just really it's really easy to show you and your team exactly where the money is going and exactly why the fuel and the money is important and how much we need to save, how much we need to make, how much we need to do everything in order to um, get us to those goals. So um, I think it all kind of Come, ties back into each other but but yeah it's super important it's where we start for any decisions it's, it's the basis of our um like i said it's where we start for any any future decisions yeah it it's that partner in business that's going to amplify your vision forward forward and make sure that you can actually set out to do what you plan to set out to do moving forward as well so it's really great to hear that with the front runner journey that you've been able to 
kind of cast a new page forward and and try something or do something a little bit differently than what you would have done with Pro Finish when you started back in the day as well. What would you say were the biggest limitations to your growth in Pro Finish that you've been able to learn from um, and push forward with Front Runner? So there's obviously the budgeting and the money side of things too, but what else have you really learned on that journey or you would consider to be one of your limitations to growth that now you just feel like you've completely mastered or stepped beyond? I think there's there's um, growth inhibitors within every department. And if we talk about the six pillars of business, you know, we've got marketing, sales, um, product delivery, operations, finance, and people. So for marketing, you know, some of the things might be um, for frontliner, especially it's just like an easy thing is the amount of followers we have on, on Instagram. It's the mm-hmm. size of our email list, you know, so a growth inhibitor for us is the amount of people that we have um, the ability to market to. Um, same thing with Pro Finish. Like, what is our customer and client base? How can we increase that? So, just understanding those sort of um, those numbers and those figures—that's been a real growth unlock for us. Um, uh, what are some other things? So, operations has been a operations is something that is, I think, one of the. I, I think it's probably the most underdeveloped and under recognized pillar within business. Um, mm. I would say more so than finance because at the end of the day, you know, like most people know whether they're making money or not to some degree. It's black and white, whereas operations is, it's more than just is the business running smoothly. It's it's a complete grey area for really seeing the effectiveness of that within the business. Absolutely, absolutely. So growth unlock, I think, for, for companies is the ability to turn um, IP into, um, you know, into the IT sector or IQ into mm. IP. So being able to turn, you know, what's in my head, and this is what most business owners have to start with. It's like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I understand how to do it. But it's then how do I take that and put it into some sort of a document procedure where anyone from the street or anyone that I come and um, hire can then take that procedure and do the job as well as mm. what I would, or in most cases, better than what I can. Um, so I think that's another growth unlock. Um, mm. I think recruitment is a massive one too. I think who to recruit, who to recruit, when to recruit. That's that's a big, big part. That's a huge thing for business owners moving forward too. Like particularly with people looking for jobs, there's a lot of talent out there at the moment too. A lot of businesses are poised for growth moving forward too. That whole recruitment thing will be such a big play for so many business owners. And I can particularly see our members and our community wanting a lot of support and guidance on their journeys for recruitment and growth too. Um, going through that currently it's it's a fun beast to tackle but it's definitely a one that you know you can make a lot of mistakes really quickly and in that instance I think the recruitment side of things is quite you know they are you know reversible decisions to a degree but you know you don't want to make too many mistakes too quickly on that front either no that's right that's right I think one of the other um things about recruitment is who to recruit in terms of like uh the the stage you're at yeah exactly and the level of um, the level of skill that I bring, because I think that especially when you're a fast-growing company, if you hire someone that's too, um, for lack of a better term, junior, um, mm. and you put them into a like a medium sort of role, and then as as you grow, that becomes more of a senior role. A lot of the time, you can't afford to carry both a senior role and a junior role. You might only need the one mm. person. So there's a there's a lot that goes into forecasting. Well. Who is the person I need now, but who is the person I need next? And I think that there's a real balance there because if you get the person that's too far down the road, then it's it, it's just not going to work. They're going to want to do all the big um, strategy stuff, but they're not going to want to do the day-to-day things. 
Um, whereas you get someone that's, that's like I said, too junior, they're not going to have the skill to take your business to the next level and you're going to have to be the one that levels up and then trains them, which I think can be a real um, growth inhibitor. And I think uh, just having that awareness and having that ability to be able to predict one and then two, pick the right person is, uh, is super important in that decision. That's a skill in its own right. And it's one of those things where you get it wrong. The gap just continues to increase and increase and increase. If, Absolutely. You know, you Absolutely. don't bring that right person on and it just becomes a bit of a snowball effect. But not wishing that upon anyone at all. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, looking back on your journey, what would you say, you know, since you've joined the entourage would be some of your highlights or your milestones um, in pro finishers growth and journey and then also with front runner as well? Points in, in, in the past that have been like really um, – I'm really proud of um, have been parts of like where I've been able to have the choice to do tasks, like to be able to actually like step back and go, well, I don't need to be the person that has to do this. I've got other things that that are more important. Um, Then also just personally from a financial perspective, being able to, um, you know, have a bit of a base, you know, purchase my first house and, you know, move into there with my wife and have a, you know, an amazing wedding and an amazing honeymoon. And then, and then being able to support my family financially with, you know, I started a business with my dad now and my, my help my brother start a business. Um, you know, it's just been, there's been some really, really cool moments like that. Um, I think Justin and I in pro finish, and even now that we've got the business partner, us, you know, we still pinch ourselves at times and, we, we remember back to the days where we were, like I said, we were spraying jobs. We were doing jobs in the street and, you know, some things went wrong. It's just been, there's just been so many fun points along the way. I think, um, I think, uh, but most notably probably getting to step into that entrepreneurial seat and uh, you really sort of start to have an understanding of that when you go to events, when you get the chance to go to an event um, because you go to the event and it's like, you're scared because you think the business is going to go, you know, something's going to go wrong or something's going to happen. And then you just, there's this moments where you get back and you're like, everything's fine. Like, or, or even if something happened, like my team was able to take care of it. And it's, it's, it's really cool when those sort of moments happen. So. Do you kind of see yourself as two different people or two different business owners from where you were to where you are now? Oh, massively. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Like I, I, you know, I read back to some of my, um, some of my journals or some of my diaries and I'm just like, it's just, it's so cool to see, you know, the, the growth that we've had along the way. And yeah, it's very notable to me to see the differences between the two people. I think that the one thing that people can never take away from you is your knowledge and experience. Um, and I think that, I love that. Yeah. And I think that, you know, no matter what situation you get into in life, um, you've always, you always got to back yourself. And I think that the, the, the better, the more you can learn, the more you can understand, the more you can just, you know, get out there and do more things, the more valuable you are as a person in society um, and the more value you can bring to um, value and impact you can bring to the people around you and to, to this, um, like I said, society. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, looking to the future, um, you say there's a lot more for you to learn. There's a lot more for you to grow. What are you really excited about looking to the future um, and where your journey is going to take you or where do you want your journey to take you? Yeah, cool. So I just got back from um, a retreat in Byron with you guys, which was amazing. Um, I heard some stories. <laughs> it was great. My wife was there with me as well. So um, it was awesome to get to spend the time with her through that process. One of the things we did there was Purpose Playbook. Um, and it was just a really good – I do something very similar. It's the first time I've really done that that sort of style with Jack. For the next steps for me, I'm I trying to line, um, align my 
the things that I do in the day-to-day up with the things that light me up. So I've got a real passion for the, the reef, Great Barrier Reef. Um, I'd love to do something there, potentially with my father, potentially with my family. Um, you know, ar- around that, my family's from Port Douglas. So I'd love to do something around that. Um, you know, pro finish, I want to see how, how big and how grand we can grow this thing and how, how much, you know, how far we can take it with its vision. Um, so there's just all of these different things in my life. I want to be able to line up with the things that I actually really want to do. We've been at Pro Finish, for example, has been in a very high growth um, stage of business for the last five, six years, like super quick, um, grown exponentially very quickly. And we, you know, there's, there's a lot of challenges and stuff that have popped up from that. And so one of the things I'm really looking forward to doing is just really stabilizing all of the different areas of the business and making sure that it's, it's going to be around for a very, very long time, you know, generations. Um, and I want to make sure that that sort of everything across my life is, is lining up with um, the things that I want to do um, and making sure that they're around for a long time. Well, I love that. The, the whole entourage team can't wait to support you on that journey and kind of see where you take it next. And yeah, particularly with the Purpose Playbook, I heard so much about how incredible that is. Um, for those who are listening, that's Jack's. Um, Jack's developed a lot of IP around the mechanics of business and the core things that go into business. And then Purpose Playbook is the mechanics that go into your personal growth um, and how you take that forward as well as a business owner and really seeing you, Giant, and the rest of the members lean into that was really incredible because we say the business can't grow if your business owner, you're not growing either. And so to see you really lean into that um, and support that huge exponential growth that Pro Finish has gone through, Front Runners going through, um, I think it's going to be a really exciting next 12 months for you guys. Yeah, thanks, Mara. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, that Purpose Playbook was amazing. I, I, I couldn't recommend it highly, more highly to anyone. Very, very amazing session. Just amazing session. I think it's a coincidence that uh, the six pillars of business and the six pillars of life. I think that's uh, well, it's funny how that just lined up. I think that was that's, great. It, so. That's how it's meant to be. You're the type yeah. of person who would pick up on that as well. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Jai. Really enjoyed chatting with you today. Um, just good luck with everything. Like I said, you are one of my favorite members for a reason. Um, can't wait to see you in person Thanks, and then do this in person, hopefully. Absolutely. Thanks, Absolutely. That'd be great. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to the Make It Happen show brought to you by our team at The Entourage, Australia's leading business coaching and training provider. We're on a mission to empower entrepreneurs by giving them everything they need to build great businesses and live meaningful lives. If you got something out of this episode, picked up a great takeaway or just want to say hi, don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes or let us know at The Entourage Official on all social platforms. We'd love to hear from you. Catch you in the next episode with our next guest right here. Bye for now.